Hello, you guys, and welcome to the Daily Slay Show, where we come together to slay your life. I'm Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach, and I am a mom of three with anxiety and ADHD who's built a multi-seven-figure business without a college degree. I'm here to slay in the trenches with you. I'm not here to fix you. I'm here to help you fix yourself. Now, I am on a mission to document progress, not perfection, and to share the messy in between in hopes to help you make your mess your message. Now, I can't promise that every day will be a win, but I can promise that the only way for you to lose is to quit. So if you can commit to yourself, I promise to commit to you here. Let's do this and let's slay 2023. Hello, Slay fam, and welcome back. Today's episode is going to be super, super fun. I'm super excited to have my friend Riley June on the show. You guys, she is a lifestyle transformation coach and coaching biz startup consultant, the host of Riley June show and mother of four beating me. Riley is set out to cut through the BS of the spiritual industry and bring people back to truth in themselves and business practically and through faith. Riley, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Okay. First, let's dive into a little backstory about how you started your online business, how you got into spirituality in general. Yeah. So I'll give you the oversighted version of it because it's super long. But um, essentially what happened was I had lost my aunt in 2016. And that was a really big devastation for our entire family. She was like the glue. And shortly after her passing, my husband started to go down this road of uh, being diagnosed with congenital heart failure. And then that was a two-year experience of him going through a multitude of heart surgeries, picking up a bacterial infection that led to more, and really just being in a fight-or-flight response for a two-and-a-half-year period of time where I didn't know if like today was going to be the day somebody was going to die, what was going to happen, what the doctors were going to say. And it was just back and forth between the city and our house. And that was, it was constant. It was literally every day for two and a half years. And when we finally got to the end of like, everything was cleared up, his surgeries, you know, finally went to what they wanted them to be. We were told, okay, you can finally go home and heal. And I thought, okay, you break your arm, you heal it, right? Like it's a physical thing. Never realizing that healing was so much deeper than that. It was emotional. It was mental. It was behavioral. It was spiritual, just as much, if not more than it is physical. And it led me into um, a course and a program that was teaching me how to become a certified psychic medium. And I thought, okay, so I'm going to heal. It's more than just physical and I'm going to become a medium. I don't even know what this means, but (laughs) if it allows me to connect with my aunt, like, okay, sure, I'm in. Um, and so accidentally I just ended up building a business doing readings for people through what I was learning just by going live and sharing like, Hey guys, I'm learning about this thing called intuition. It's absolutely insane. I can't believe nobody knows about this. Like what is going on? You have to know about this. And just basically telling people what I was learning. And from that, people started coming to me asking if I could do readings for them and what that would look like. And for two and a half years, I ended up um, going down this road of learning and studying all things intuition and spirituality and meditation. Um, And it was really fascinating because it helped me to learn so much about myself. And it helped me to realize that 
the things that we think are our problems today, though they're valid because in some way they are a problem, it's always so much deeper than that. And more importantly, that we don't have to go through that journey of unpacking everything that comes up for us, whether it's inner child wounds or um, mental limitations or behavioral things that we just can't seem to kick uh, alone. And we truly do and can find a community to help us through it. Oh, I love that so much. And I always like, I have a lot of medium friends and I am a super spiritual person. And we talked about a little of this like pre-show. I think it's because I grew up Catholic and just like the ritualistic nature and the the symbolism in that religion. Just, I think just the spiritual community brought me so much comfort when I wasn't in the church any longer. And I've gone back to the Catholic church with my kids and it's like a full circle moment. I feel like everyone has their like, I need to leave this to find myself and then figure out where my roots are. Can you talk a little bit about your journey back to kind of your roots of faith and where you are now in your spiritual path? Yeah. Oh, I love this. It's actually really fascinating because the the thing that I want to preface is that I'm not naive to understand that everybody's on their own journey and they're going to go through their experience you know, at different phases and places in their life. And for me, because I'm very analytical, I was constantly studying what was working and not working for my clients. And even in the midst of readings, people were still leaving um, with a sense of anxiety or just you know, they'd have this like, wow, that's amazing to hear, or, you know, that makes so much sense and that's resonating with me. But then there wasn't even an action that was being taken or something that was clicking for them to realize that one, they actually did have the power and two, to change their life or, or work through whatever it is that they had initially come for. But then that even when they got to that goal or that achievement, they still weren't fulfilled. And so for me, I kept coming back to, okay, well, what's deeper than this? Like at the time I was working with spirit guides and spirits of all kinds and ancestors. I'm like, okay, well, what's deeper? And I'm like, okay, well, angels, you know, they're bigger, they're grander, they're greater. And it's like, okay, well, what's bigger than angels? And then it goes into like the universe. It's like, okay, well, who created the universe? And for me, it was this trail back to God. And I thought, Growing up as a Catholic, well, God is this all-loving, mighty God, and there's this thing about mercy and justice, but I'm not really going to pay too much attention to that. And when I started to just continue to see these cycles be unbroken or my clients be perpetuating these self-savior complexes where I'm just as much the problem as I am the solution, um, or equally just being on this hamster wheel of, oh, I got to meditate my way into this, I got to meditate my way into this, that there, there wasn't an inner peace, which was ultimately what they were seeking. And when I decided to actually start to learn, okay, well, where's the book that tells me about God? And I went to the Bible, it allowed me to realize that a lot of the things that I were doing were in a sense misleading. And so in full transparency and vulnerability, you know, I had to take that to my audience and say, guys, look at like, I know I've been teaching you this stuff for a while and I'm always here to be open and transparent about the journey, but I found a better way. And it actually kind of contradicts everything that I have been doing at this point. But if you trust me enough, I'd love to share it with you. And so it led me back to, I mean, I'm never going to pretend like I know the Bible and anyone who tells you they do is a liar because there's way too much to unpack in even a lifetime. But I came to learn that there's so much more to it. And at the preface of all of it is that no matter what you're dealing with, 
God's always there with you. He always has your back as long as you're willing to essentially just be honest with yourself and turn to Jesus to ask for help and support and trust that he has a will. I mean, he created you. So of course there's a will in your life. And so that's where I'm at with my with my journey with it now and, and really just helping people to come back to, you know, when it comes to spirituality, you really don't know the doors that you're open when you're connecting with um, spirits and mediumship. And though it might be good intended, you don't know what's attached to that. And that can cause a lot of perpetuating issues for people. Spiritual attacks are real. Yeah. I think a lot of people have to go through, and it's, I think a lot of people have to go through their own path of discovering and rediscovering Mm -hmm. and learning. Because I know I was so, as a kid, just turned off by certain people that represented Christianity, not Christianity itself, but people that represented it in a way that I didn't believe. Like, well, if this is who represents that religion, I don't want to be a part of that or I don't want to be aligned with that. And so when I like, I never like dramatically left the church. I just stopped going, you know, and I identified as agnostic or, and I, and I started diving into other spiritual paths and I like researched the Baha'i faith and I looked into Buddhism and I looked into, um, you know, and then I got into like the Gabby Bernstein manifestation and crystals and, you know, I never, I was always too afraid of diving into a mediumship path. I had friends that did, but it just never, I'm I'm a really intuitive person and I don't believe that I could energetically take on any of those gifts. Like I know myself and I know my bandwidth and I just don't believe that I, you know, could, could disconnect or could, um, hold that in a space that was healthy for my human body, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and so I saw a lot of, yeah, it's like, it just seemed way too overwhelming for my earthly self. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good right now. And, and I, I always say to myself, like never, I never say never. Cause I never know what the next version of me is going to uncover about me or learn or, you know, like what you said, like, this is what I used to believe. And now what I've learned now contradicts that. And I give myself for full permission to change my mind. And I think that's beautiful. Um, a lot of people get so stuck in their path as this is what I've been saying and preaching and talking about for a long time, especially when you have a public facing um, business, when you are public with your journey and you share it openly, um, there's a lot of fear surrounding what if I change my mind and people think this or people think that. Like, Kind of walk me through the thoughts when you realized, the moment that you realized, okay, I'm pivoting this is my new path. How do I break this to my audience? Like what went, what did you, what oh, did your mind go a, through then? <laughs> this is a juicy question because if you have anyone in the audience who's either like hyper spiritual in new age, or they're very biblically based in their lives, they're, especially the ones who are biblically based, they're going to be like, yeah, how did you manage to do that? <laughs> because when you come from a perspective of new age, and really that's like 
encompassed in all other things, spiritual universe, guides, angels, ancestors. Um, there's this idea that we're all oneness and, and really at the essence of it, it's that we're our own gods. So it's, you know, how do I get deeper into this? How do I connect to my own power? How do I unleash this courage? And it's all like me, 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 self-centered focused. And when you go more biblically based, it is really the complete opposite. It's turning and giving your life as a servant and nothing is of you. It's, it's not about you. None of it is. It's all about pleasing God and God's will. And so for me, when I came to this realization, like it was this, um, well, I got to preface this a little bit with a, a backstory. So in one of my husband's um, surgeries just before it, he uh, he had started to develop this infection. So it was after his fourth surgery. At this point, he was so weak. He was so tired. There was absolutely no way that he was going to be able to go through a fifth one. But there started to present another infection on his heart. And so they attached um, uh, radioactive isotopes to his white blood cells so they could see exactly where the infection was developing. And it was, in fact, developing on his heart. So they admitted him back into the hospital and they were preparing him for this fifth surgery. And we were basically at this this day, we were saying goodbye to him because we knew if he was going in with the next 24 hours, we he wasn't coming out. And for him, you know, for us, we were very much in denial of that. But for him, he very much had accepted it. Um, during one of his, uh, during his fourth surgery, he had actually had a near-death experience. He passed away um, biologically. And he would go to what he explains as this underground parking lot where this woman with darker features and a tight-knit ponytail and pencil skirt would just be sitting there waiting with him. And he said, I, I don't know that it's God, but I knew that it was God. And, and he came to me as I needed him, not as I wanted him. And it was just waiting for me. And that place became so much more real to him because it was quiet and it was calm. And there wasn't all these alarms going off or people screaming codes all around him. And so when he went in for this uh, treatment, essentially for a fifth surgery, um, they were taking blood samples every eight hours to just see how it was progressing. And after we had all left and we had said goodbye, he had got down on his knees and he said, I just prayed. I said, God, heal me or take me because I do not have it left in me at all to go through this, to deal with this. I don't have the strength. And because of the infection, he was sweating profusely. So there was always nurses coming in to change his bedding. And in the middle of the night, he had come out of the bathroom and they had changed his bedding and the room was dark and the only thing lit up was his phone and it was on a YouTube video by an artist called Danny Goki and the song was called Tell Your Heart to Beat Again. And he hadn't touched his phone in weeks. He, you know, unless like I was calling to figure out what room they moved him in, that was the only time he was on it. And this song was, the idea of it is that a pastor wanted to witness a heart surgery. And so he went and he did. And when they went to restart the heart mechanically, like they do every other time, the heart wouldn't restart. And so the surgeon got down on his knees and he says, Miss Jones, the great physician has fixed your heart. It is time to tell your heart to beat again. And he goes on to say that the point of the song is that sometimes God creates miracles that we can't explain. And we also have to decide that he has done that for us too. And the next morning, the doctors came in and they said, uh, from just watching the blood test, we don't know how to explain this. There's about six teams in the room, but sometimes miracles happen and the infection is gone. So we're going to do studies and we're going to figure out what happened. And we're, we're actually going to just discharge you instead of set you up for surgery. And this happened 
before I got into all things spirituality. So there came a point where two years into my business, um, my husband had suffered, had been suffering from PTSD and depression. And, and this is all following this miracle. And I watched him go from angry and disconnected and isolated and depressed to one day he just started bawling. And Jamie, I can't even explain to you how weird it is <laughs> to watch someone and be conditioned with someone who's like clinically depressed and in hyper PTSD to start bawling with joy. And just all he could mumble was Jesus saved me. And it came out of nowhere. And I'm like in the middle of this, the room in our house. I'm like, what is going on? Like, how come you're not yelling at somebody? How come you're not leaving to go in the woods? Like, what is happening? And at this point, I that was when he actually started getting into the Bible. He's like, he just knew in his heart. And I knew intuition at this point. He's like, I need to start learning about Jesus. I need to know who he is. He saved my life. Like, And he, it was an immediate transformation. He stopped isolating himself. He was more patient with the kids. He was happy again. He wasn't holding on to these um, self-deprecating and suicidal ideations. And he was just genuinely happier and so much more loving and present. And so for me, doing what I do where I'm helping people through a healing and this happens instantaneously, I'm like, how, how do you ignore that? Like what just happened? <laughs> yeah, because you had evidence of it in your real world. In your house. Exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't like a story you read on YouTube or something. <laughs> Absolutely. It was this instant transformation. And I mean, anyone who does transformational work, you go, it was, is to help them to find that instant transformation, essentially. And so I tried to ignore it. Honestly, I was like, well, if I'm going to turn to God and, and this is what you're reading in the Bible and it's contradicting everything I'm doing, like, I can't give that up. That's not people are going to think I'm a fraud and all these things. And, you know, it's, it's the opposite. And, and also like, who am I to preach Christianity? Like, this is crazy. I, you know, like I swear and I cuss and all this stuff. And um, honestly, it was one day I just had to decide that I loved God more than I loved my own idea of who and what I wanted to do and help people with and just trust and have faith in him. And it was all the key principles that people usually go through with a spiritual journey, which is like divine surrender and having faith and trusting in a higher power. And it was like, instead of trying to make up what that was for me, I actually just had a book to lean on and someone to finally like give a name to. And it changed everything. I mean, there was ob obviously people who were like, wait a minute, like, no, <laughs> this is not for me, which is fine. But then there were more people I found who were like, wait a minute, what just happened? What is she talking about? I'm going to listen. And my journey and my story in helping my clients isn't about jamming the Bible down their throat. It's about encouraging at the very least to start exploring your relationship with God because it takes more effort to deny that he exists when you look at plants and birds and people and creation than it does to just say like, okay, I don't know how this works, but someone created all this. And to really just start exploring that for themselves through the word. And that might be a lifetime. That might be one verse in a day that you look at or whatever. But it just became so obvious to me that even in watching my husband go to the, through this realization and overnight transformation that there wasn't a meditation that could provide that or there wasn't a five trick hack or tool that could provide that. And 
it's it's not even that it's an overnight thing. It then becomes your daily practice of having faith, period, and praying. And I was like, that's I'm a, I'm a mom of five. So if praying and having faith is the foundation of me moving forward with this, like that's way easier than trying to squeeze in 30 minutes of meditation and Reiki healings with my crystals. And, you know, I'm not trying to shit on anyone's practice, but I was like, it's about simplicity. And, and that's really this, the, essentially the point of God. I mean, there's a whole complexity behind it, but, you know, just digging into the word, doing your best to live that life, trusting that he has a destiny plan for you since he created you and, and going from there. And so that was, I mean, that's, a, a lot longer of an answer than what you asked for. But yeah, I was honestly just No, I love faith. that. But like, yeah, I, and being in faith yeah. and, and it being a state of being and knowing and not just, I feel like when I went down like a spiritual path, it was like a state of doing. Mm-hmm. And when I had my ear surgery, my first ear surgery, gosh, I don't even remember when that was, a year and a half ago, um, maybe two years ago now, almost, two, almost it'll be two years in May. And when I had that first surgery and I had this like cyst, like tumor-like thing in my ear, it's called a cholesteatoma and it had migrated to the dura matter of my brain and it was super invasive. So they had to cut part of my skull off and it was like a really big recovery because it was so far gone. And I said, I'm going to take a year to stop working on myself because I've been in the self-help and spiritual and personal development world for the last eight years. And I don't, I I kept achieving and doing and doing and doing. And I wanted to just be Mm -hmm. and integrate and find my own path in a new way. And that led me to what I call, and thanks to, and I mentioned her on my spiritual episodes every time. My one of my dearest friends, Jenna Daggers, her and her husband oh, yes. um, are our podcast production company. Yes. Yeah, and they do our podcast. And the thing that led me to her was, even though we didn't at the time share the same faith, I didn't identify as Christian then. But she led me to a path that I called Christ curious, mm. and and allowing yourself to be in both worlds and not having to have this sense of i have to choose today yeah. and i have to commit right now and it's that openness which has led me to allow to have different perspectives on this podcast to explore my own journey very publicly to to say out loud i'm going to church i went to ash wednesday with my son and my son got baptized and now he's super christian and super into jesus and i'm following that path with him and allowing him to share with me what he is, is learning in his school. And um, yeah, it's just been like a really beautiful thing to just say, I'm not decided yeah. right now, but I'm really curious. I, and that curiosity is a lot I, of fun. I love that. And it's very inviting because, you know, when you do get more into a biblical approach, a lot of people really lean very heavily on you know the commandments and the things that God tells us not to do, which is important. Um, however, there we tend to forget, and I, even I have to remind myself of this sometimes too, where it's like we have to remember that He is an all-loving God, and, and the only way through Him is through Jesus Christ. But Jesus is the one who lived the perfect life, and so He really just is an example for us of being able to 
know that we don't have to be burdened by all our guilt and that we can be at peace and we can be more loving and genuine and generous to each other. And that's, that's like who he was in a nutshell. And so to have that approach of being Christ curious and to people who didn't, yeah, sorry. And to people who didn't think like him yes. or who didn't yes. believe what he believed yeah. and to still love them. And that's where I think I got so turned away from a lot of the different yeah. like factions of Christianity was the non, non-acceptance yeah. of people of other denominations or other religions yeah. or other paths. And and like what you said, once you dive into the Bible and understand who Jesus was and what he did. Now, this is not like a Christian podcast yeah. or a spiritual <laughs> podcast, but I think these topics yeah. are important. I think these topics are important. And I want all different perspectives to be put out into, because I, I believe your message is important. I believe someone else's path and story is important to someone out there who needs to hear yeah. this, you know? Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that the biggest thing is that even as a Christian, it is about leading with the understanding that, like I said, I'm not naive that everybody goes through their own journey. Um, and even too, that if you want people to be more curious about why you believe what you believe, you have to be a living example of that. No, not because you're not, you're perfect and you're never going to make mistakes, but that you show them that there is that peace within you, that what you are essentially telling them they can have, that you do live with that. And, and that's really the embodiment piece, uh, really just speaking to what you were saying. And loving people without attachment yeah. to, to needing them to believe what you believe. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's so huge. And, and you're walking that walk. And that is why I wanted to, to talk about your path because you've walked both sides of like the spiritual aisle, the Christianity world. And I know a lot of people that follow me are both. Honestly, I have a lot of Christian followers and I have because I talk about my faith very openly, but I also have a lot of spiritual followers because I talk about um, my non-denominational faith or my being path from being agnostic to being Christian and how I walk in between that world and how I'm navigating that with my Christian children and one child that's agnostic and one that's Christian and and just balancing this and allowing everyone to have their own path without me trying to force or control, but just naturally and organically sharing. And you do that so well. Yeah. And I love that. And, you know, God works in such mysterious ways in our lives. And so even for you having that duality in your life, it's, it's in that self aspect, you get to find your experience through it too, by literally being presented with both sides. And then equally, each one of your children will as well. My oldest daughter, she's my stepdaughter. Her mother is very much like all things um, new age spirituality. And in our house, we're very much uh, Christian. And so she gets presented with both sides of that constantly where every week she's going to her mom's and her mom's telling her like, you can believe what you want and it's all this and this and that. And when we talk about God with other people, we just acknowledge like, hey, you know, there, there is a God and okay, we can go, I won't go too much into this because it's a whole like tailspin of itself, but you know, there's a God presented in all different types of religion, right? So, you know, who gets the hierarchy of it? But if I'm going to believe in my faith and I'm going to believe in the Bible, I'm going to believe what it is to be true. And at the very least, pick a religion because there is a preface of exactly who God is. And so, you know, if you stay in that in-between of for your whole life of it's just whatever I want it to be, 
I'm going to choose that in my faith, that if I believe in the God of the Bible, that there is a heaven and a hell and there is a standard that he expects of us. So as scary as that is, but as awakening as that is, you know, what does that look like for me in my everyday life to lead with understanding that at the very least, the only thing I really need to fear is God. And that's beautiful because then my money issues and my relationship issues and my, my communication issues and my business issues, they actually don't, the fears within those don't actually really mean anything at the end of the day. And so it actually helps me to move forward by just getting to know God in relationship. I like to acknowledge that as well. It's about developing your relationship personally um, versus just like always having to be in some kind of community to figure it out. Right. No, I love that. And and before we wrap up here, I want to know more about this new business line of work or this not new line of work, but this new business name, the self-led healing. And and what is this business model and how does it operate and how do you serve? Yeah, people? I love that. So it's called True Point Healing. And the point of it is that you get to come there as a resource for your healing journey. There's so much in the world with so many things and so many ways that we can do all the healing stuff. And what I really preface my work on is ethical, um, ethical, tangible, and biblically based truth. So with even like what I shared with my journey with like my husband's transformation is that instead of having to do all these meditations every day to figure out, you know, what's going on in your life, you can just pray on it. And it's about simplicity. But equally, when it comes to physical healing stuff, I've collaborated with a holistic functional um, medicine practitioner and his clinic. So they do the private testing so that you're not sitting on this rabbit or this hamster wheel of like, oh, it's this anxiety, it's this problem, it's this, it's this. like, no, let's just get you tested properly so we know actually what's being addressed uh, or what needs to be addressed. And so it's a resource with um, professionals when it comes to the physical components. And then I help you with the mental, emotional, spiritual, and behavioral aspects which is four out of five pillars, the fifth one being the physical component of your healing. So it's coming there. You're going to get your resources from your professional um, physical specialist, and then you're going to get your all your good stuff with the other four um, in the content as well. And so it's, it's a resource. It's also understanding that, again, I'm not naive that everybody goes on their own journey. So I want people to be able to come and, and know that it doesn't have to be 15 coaches and 20 programs, it can really just be a beautiful place to go where you can get <laughs> exactly what you need. I love that. I love that. And I think the something in the self-help or spiritual or personal development world is there's a message of there, there's something wrong with you. Yes. Yeah. You're broken. You need to fix it with my program or my <laughs> thing or this or that. And, and, and I feel like maybe Christianity is a little bit more like, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> you were made perfect and wonderful and beautiful and unique and in God's image. And yeah, there's something I think comforting about that. Yeah. I think even just taking that like one step further is the beauty of it is that God actually knows that we are flawed by nature, that we are always left up to our own limitations, that there's going to be a barrier that we just need support in. Even with science, there's a component where science can only test so far where faith has to come in. And so within knowing that, it's whatever it is you are struggling with, whatever it is that you feel you're unworthy of, that yes, God absolutely deems you worthy, um, but that he also knows your next steps too. So again, simplicity, just pray about it. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And where can they learn more about you and your business, all the things? Yeah. So uh, you can find me on True Point Healing on Instagram. You're going to get me. Come and say hi. Let me know what you resonate with or even where you're at. I love just genuinely having conversations and pointing people in the right direction. Um, and then also RileyJune.ca, R-Y-L-E-E, June is in the month.ca. It's uh, my main um, my main channel as well as my website. And then I have the Riley June's show, which is also a podcast um, resource for you as well. I love that. Riley, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure. I just love speaking to you. You're always such a light. And thank you for coming today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Slayers, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Go find Riley. And if you resonated with, please share this and tag us. We would love to connect with you on Instagram. I love you guys and I will slay you again later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You guys, please remember to go download all of the new episodes all at once. And once you have done that, fill out the form in the link in our show notes. And we are going to send you a little Slay goodie bag. That's right, for free. The first 100 people to leave a review and download all these episodes is going to get a pop socket and a little gift from me. A little surprise. I can't tell you what it is yet. Shipped to you, everyone in the United States that does this. We are shipping it out for free. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel called and want an extra entry into a giveaway for a hundred dollar gift card, please tag us on social media and you can tag me at the Slay Coach and Jamie Jocelyn King and the Slay School. Either one will enter you into an hundred dollar Amazon gift card and we appreciate you so much for listening and I will slay you again later.